So today I want to talk about something that's been uh, troubling me a little bit. It's about uh, that governor in Florida um, that's getting so many controversial <laughs> comments about his actions. Um, it's a little conflicting, but I have to say I do... Uh, on one part, have a little respect of what he's trying to do, you know. Um, as a black child, <clears throat> one of the things I did not have to worry about was looking at my parents, asking them why they did what they did to everybody else in the world. That's a look, since he's a father, that and a question that he'll have to answer to his children because his people committed so many atrocities everywhere in the world that that question is inevitable at one point in time from his offspring. It's almost as though he's fast forwarded into the future knowing that one day his children will ask him, especially as someone in the political field, how these things in our country and the world came to pass. So here we have two things that he's actually uh, being evaluated for. Um, the race issue, of course, and the uh, sexuality issue. So here we go. Disney, for example, was always known as a children's format where a parent could leave the room and let their child watch a movie unsupervised. And the worst thing you'd have to worry about is they may, I don't know, at some point in time, peck each other on the cheek. That was it. That was the worst thing that Disney would ever do. Of course, I did get surprised with... Uh, that one movie, I think it was called the was it the Lady in White. It's a horrible movie. I couldn't. I only. I, I need to double check and make sure that was Disney. It had Betty uh, Davis in it, and it's an old, old, old movie. You know, maybe it was not Disney, but for some reason, I I think it was. But there have been occasions where they have actually uh, been behind some horrific movies. You know. Uh, that are a little scandalous, but normally, you know, good old Mickey Mouse started out in the PG arena, or G. So this particular issue about uh, what they're showing in their movies and their TV shows now, I have to say, I've been a little surprised myself. I, I have a lot of children, and I have grandchildren, and... Uh, I can't leave them in the room anymore, any longer, my younger grandchildren, with a Disney movie or a cartoon or anything. It has to be supervised. Welcome to the new century. I think what he has been pointing out uh, about this particular company, Disney, in, a, in, in effect, is the need and desire for, I think, virtually every parent in the world to have something that their children or grandchildren or those under the age of 12 or whatever age range you want to give them can watch 
without you being concerned that you need to mediate everything they see, everything they hear, or that something they hear or see will be inappropriate to their age range. Yes, there are things that are inappropriate. Yes, I think that's what the fight is. There are people in this society that don't feel that anything is inappropriate, no matter how old you are, and I disagree with that. I do. And in that aspect, I support his opinion on that. Okay? As adults, your sexuality is your choice. Okay? I don't care if you're a husband or a wife or two wives or two husbands or, you know, I don't care if you turn yourself into a dog or a cat or, you know, a neuter. It's your business. Okay? But I have to agree with him. When you bring it into, like, kindergarten class or or some young person telling them or trying to indoctrinate them with your choices you see that's not being inclusive no it isn't there has to be boundaries I mean I may not agree with the way or the mythology of what he is doing, but I think in my heart of hearts that he is not doing it to control or be a dictator or any of the horrible things I've seen. I think he's actually doing it to stop it because it's gotten out of control. And, I, and on that hand, I have to agree. We have to vote who goes into the bathroom and when and how. We have a problem. Okay? We have a problem. When I go into a classroom or a work environment or any situation where I say hello to someone and I have to stop mid-sentence, worrying about whether or not I use the proper pronoun and whether it offends them, we have a problem. We've, we've gone too far. We have. And, and in that aspect, I, I consider him to be a very brave politician to take on that because I have seen other politicians that have been run out of the country for standing up to that. We have a very large market in America right now that is, how should I say, focusing on the unimportant things in our society, like sexuality, like racism, and so on and so forth. I mean, the name of my podcast is Born Black, right? But I didn't make this podcast because I spent my whole life focusing on being black, which will bring me to the next thing that he wants to ban in his, his state, which is, what does he call it, woke? You know, uh, don't talk about sexuality, don't talk about race, don't teach it in the class. Now, see, I used to have this theory that the reason racism is carried forward from generation to generation to generation is because we keep teaching it to them, right? Because we bring it in the classroom, and at whatever age before they finish sixth grade, we teach them about slavery, teach about lynchings, teach about all the things everywhere that everybody that's done anything wrong could possibly do. So it's not just a matter of educating, it's a matter of indoctrinating them, and then it's it's not even a matter of indoctrination. It's a matter of teaching them how to do it. Okay, I, w I was looking at a YouTube video, and I don't know what it was I was looking for. 
Okay. But something in the information I was looking for led me to um, some information. Some Wow, there goes my speech impediment. You feel comfortable now? It led me to some information about how to um, build a, a weapon of mass destruction. Yes. <laughs> On YouTube. Amazing, right? No, not really. Not really. You see, because we have these destructive mechanisms intertwined with the needed information or needed education or whatever it is that we think is useful. And on the way there, it's like, you know, going to fill up your car with gas. You know, um, used to be in the old days, they would, uh, you know, check your oil, check your water, you know, check everything. It's sort of that philosophy. So I'm looking at one thing, and instead of just getting gas, they're filling up everything in my car. And a lot of that stuff didn't need to be filled up. So the information that they were providing me, or providing me, was something I didn't want to know, A. B, I was in a state of shock that they even had it available for the general public online, mind you. You know, online. And uh, C scared me that they were putting this information out there to or for someone that might be able to use it for a detrimental purpose. You know, not just education or knowledge, but to actually use it for something that you don't want them to use it for. See, that's the problem with education or knowledge. You can use it for good things or you can use it for bad things, right? There was this um, movie on, I think it was Netflix, or one of those movies called Something Something. I mean, to tell you honestly, I'd never heard of it before. But apparently a doctor had uh, was killing his patients. I think he killed one of the largest amount of... Uh, I think he's one of the largest serial killers, actually. But he was a doctor, so you think about it. 10, 12 years in school, get his his credentials, internships, so on and so forth. Worked for a multitude of hospitals, and as he was going from hospital to hospital, he was injecting, and now I know, because I learned it from watching, insulin into the IVs of unsuspecting people, which slowly killed them. Okay, I would have never known that. Hmm? So, the problem with knowledge is this. <laughs> You may pay more attention when you're in a hospital environment as to what they're putting in your IV bag. Okay, that's one takeaway from the movie, right? Another takeaway would be not to be so trusting with your doctors, just because they're doctors, of course. But, see, this is where we have the problem. But it also informed you on how it was done. Think about it. It taught you how to do what he did. See, that's the problem with knowledge. We can't control how it's utilized. So this particular politician in Florida is saying, hey, and I think this is his intent. Okay, I don't know this, this man personally. But he's saying, no, I don't want them teaching anything about blackness, anything about slavery, 
anything about what happened, anything about the past. I don't want I don't want them thinking that the white man is evil or the devil or a murderer or a rapist or or someone that enslaved everyone and stole their children and took in the mansions and raped them and killed them and persecuted them, hung them from trees and and put tar on their genitals and you know and so on and so forth. He said he doesn't want that any of that taught. He wants to remove it. He wants to make racism extinct by not speaking of it. Just like the sexuality, he thinks that by removing the LBGT, whatever it is, the lesbian, uh, queer, gender, whatever, I have no idea, homosexuality is what we used to call it. I mean, by removing the data, taking people like that... Uh, guy that was in Cinderella at Disney, by the way, that was a shock. Um, Cross-dressers and uh, trans transgender and transvestite and transsexuals. I mean, there's so many different words for the different identities that we've taken on as a people. By He thinks that by taking that information away, removing it, I think he thinks that it'll go away. See, that's the part that bothers me. See, not what he's trying to do or his reasoning behind it. He's not trying to, I believe, in my evaluation, to discriminate against. I think that he has, like a lot of people in society, become fed up. And I'm black and I'm fed up with it too. Okay, of the constant racism, the constant gender issue, the constant debate over whether anything in this society is done based on sex or race. I'm tired of it. I am too. I'm black. It was never an issue when I was a child. My parents tried to tell me when I was younger and I didn't listen. I said, you're making that up. Hmm? They bus kids to my school and I didn't even know why. I was so young and stupid. I didn't care. I didn't see any race. I didn't see any color. What are you talking about? So I never paid any attention to it. I started to pay attention when they threw me on my knees moving out of my apartment in, in Westwood, actually, on Wilshire Boulevard. I think I mentioned this earlier. That's when my eyes that have been shut the whole time started to open up a little bit. You know, I was peering out at the world. Huh? But they didn't open all the way. No, no, no. It took decades, decades of constant abuse and selectivism and discrimination for me to see color as they did, to see from their point of view, to see that YouTube video telling me how to do something that I really didn't want to know, didn't need, and didn't want to see. This is what I think he's trying to prevent. I think what it will do, what it will accomplish, is do like, uh, what's his name, that ex-president, always in the headlines. It'll take it off. He should actually forbid people to talk about that man, okay? And you know he has umpter tear, okay? They need to take it off the headlines, Take it off the cover of the book. I think that's what he's trying to do. And in a way, I can understand that, especially given the ages of his children in today's age. My children are older. 
We were slowly getting to this point. I am glad that they are not children in this world right now because it has gotten out of hand. I think what he's trying to do is pull a rein on it. Stop about the black and white. Stop about what, what we did, what was, what happened. Stop about slavery and repercussions. And you know, it'd be easier on the black issue if they'd stop killing us, okay? It'd be much easier if they stopped discriminating, okay? It would be easier if they stopped throwing us in jails and prisons for things we didn't do. Uh, now granted, you know, there's other ways to hit it, but he's taking what he has available, which is taking it off of the forefront of our minds. I think that's what he's trying to do. And it's the same thing about sexuality, okay? I mean, every time I turn around, you know, he's come out, she's come out, they've come out, they've changed, they've this. It's like, it's like an epidemic. It, it gets on my nerves too. Why can't we just live? Why do I care what you were in some other life and chose to be in this one? I don't care. And I don't want to hear it every day. I don't want it taught to my grandchildren now, okay? Any more than I want, you know, how to how to hang a black man from a tree and, you know, cut off his genitals. I don't want that taught to them either. So, they're calling him a whole bunch of names. Uh, actually, the one word I would call him right now He's pretty brave. He's pretty brave to take this on, I have to admit. You see, anytime anybody stands up to anything controversial, they're going to have a problem. I mean, he's a uh, notable figure. I don't know what kind of person he is. He could be an upright racist. I don't know. He could be a member of the KKK, Pobos. Don't make any difference. But what he's saying, what he's trying to do, was a theory that I've had for years. Take it all away. It's like that, there's some movie I watched a long time ago where uh, the children were born and created in petri dishes, so on and so forth. They had never been exposed to anybody but themselves, which is a good point. And I went into that in in my other podcast again about it's in your DNA. And, and it is. You see, he doesn't know this yet, but I do. He hasn't learned it yet. He's He's an older man, but not that old. Okay? He hasn't learned it yet. Anyway, so these children were brought up with no exposure to anyone and taught only everything good, right? Sort of reminds me of uh, <laughs> the theory of, uh, of creation, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden, so on and so forth, and nothing but beauty, right? That's never enough for mankind. It really isn't. You see, because there's a factor in there that we never take into account. <laughs> it's not just a matter of choice or freedom of will and so on and so forth. It's a matter of something on a cellular basis that we can't even see. It's in our DNA. These children had been exposed to no one. They were drugging them to keep them peaceful. They found out, and they stopped taking the drugs. So as, as you can well guess, all mayhem broke out. You know, the rapings, the killing, the fighting. And these were people, children, and they were all teenagers, 
you know, I want to say they're about 17, 18 years old. Never exposed to anybody, had not been given any information on the history lessons or, you know, about war or about fighting or about rape or about gender changing or, you know, racism, none of that. But the point was this. Even without the input, it was in their nature, you see. They chose that route. They went that route, even without the education. And see, this is the part that sort of scares me about what he's doing, um, what he's attempting to do. And it's, it's sad in a way because, I mean, there's only so much you can do in this world to try to prevent the road we're going to, down, which is destructive for everyone, I might add. But being a black woman, I have to say, not talking about, or what are they calling it, the black experience, or, you know, come on, come on, stop with the labels. Without even talking about it. History's already happened, okay? I am the inevitable product of racism and discrimination. That's a fact. Can't change it. That means my parents, and my parents' parents, and my parents' parents' parents, and my entire family, we are the product of the history that he doesn't want to discuss, which is fine. So let's just say we've wiped the slate clean. We don't talk about it. I'm going to go outside in my neighborhood there and say hello, good morning, pretend that everything is copacetic. They're normal people. They don't see my color. They don't see my race. They are not worried about my, my gender or my family status or any of that, and I'm just going to communicate with them from a per, as a person to a person. And what if all of us could do this? Hmm? What if we all could just put it all away? like a mind wipe, right? We don't we didn't know what came before us. All the stereotypes and all the guilt and all the accusations of those that did it, we had no one to accuse. And our the people that did it weren't walking around with their chest all pumped up and arrogant and proud of the damage they've done. What if we could wipe it all away? think that that's a dream. I would love to see that happen, just like they tried to do with those kids that were all, you know, that's a perfect example. If we could all go back to when I was a teenager and I didn't know, didn't believe it, didn't even pay any attention. People were talking about it, I didn't even hear them. You know, in religion they say if so on and so forth, you need to be born again. Now, the problem is, we're trying to start over fresh. But we still have knowledge. And it's that knowledge, that education that we already have, 
as a society, as a country, as a world that is holding us back. So in that aspect, him eliminating it for the next generation, you know, in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, elementary school, whatever area, whatever age groups we start with, we take it all out now. We may potentially slow it down. Slow it down. But there's always going to be cracks, right? There's always going to be somebody that goes home that all they hear all day is that, that nigger. You know, that lesbian. Or do you know what they used to do to us? That's in the home, you see. So you may be able to control what books they read in school. You know, take out Huck, Huckleberry Fran, you know, or, or make sure they don't watch movies like The Green Mile. Or, you know, whatever it is that they're watching, the new Cinderella, where the fairy godfather, mother, whatever it is. I mean, you can take all of this away from a particular location, school. And I heard that he was trying to take it out of the college curriculum. You can eliminate it, but it's not going to take it away at the most important point, you see. At home. You know, where Bubba is running around, you know, in a big truck trying to shoot some niggers. Hmm? It's not going to take it away from <laughs> your neighbor next door, which has a gun in their glove box, in their visor, between their seats, in the trunk, underneath the seat just looking for an opportunity to kill someone. It's not going to take away from cops like Chauvin, for example, and those other cops that like to kill women, black women, while they're sleeping, and have done so repeatedly. Or the judges that let, you know, three white boys rape black girls and then tell them it's okay because they were young. Or the falsely imprisoned, the falsely incarcerated, the ones that are accused for every crime, any crime, because they're black. It's not going to take it away from all the sexuality where they are in the clubs. Being he's and she's and whatever they want to be. It's not going to change it, which teaching them in the school which you're not teaching them in school. The conflict's not going to end when somebody has transgendered, you know, into a man and walks around nine months pregnant and wants to go into the women's restroom. But he's trying, you see. And in a way, it's sad. Because even though we can't change the past, we carry it with us at all times. I think the problem is instead of trying to eliminate it, cover it up, hide it, keep it from everyone, is to control it to the point of where only certain people of certain ages are exposed to it.
Now that would make sense. And then the exposure has to be done and dealt in in a way that is humane and not as a lesson of what to do, but a lesson of what not to do. But who am I? I'm just a black woman living in America. Anyway, I look forward to hearing to you or hearing to from you. God, I look forward to speaking to you soon.